that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So. But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm -hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. Dear listener, and welcome to this episode of Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am, as always, Jessie. Yep, that's Jessie. And so today, um, I mean, I feel like we can get right, right into it, but you know what? I, I keep meaning to she's, tell she's you. She's hitting me. <laughs> call call me CMS. Call the Bobo. I keep meaning to tell you. So I don't think I told you this the other day. But I became obsessed with this thing. It took me down a rabbit hole. Oh no. <laughs> um, I found it on social media and it is called O-Search. So, hold on. I'm going to show you how it's spelled. I don't like it. I already don't like it. No, it's science. I doubt it. It's got to do with social media. It is. You know. O-C-E-A-R-C-H. O-Search, like Ocean Search, okay. ocean, ocean Research, so .org, and it is where they tag sharks and like dolphins and, and sea Whale turtles sharks. and stuff. Whale sharks are on there too, uh, but as you know, I'm terrified of a shark attack, <laughs> being attacked by a shark if I'm ever in the ocean. Because you're dumb. Well, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know why. Sharks it's just not going to attack you. It's just one of those things I'm worried about. And I'm also fascinated by sharks. And we got to see whale sharks this past summer, which was really exciting. Um, but they show, like, their last pings on this map. And you can click on, like, their pings and see, like... And it's just the ones they've tagged. But you can see, like, which ones they are and how big they are and where they were. It's fascinating. Why are you... I it got it seems like a mean thing. No, it was very exciting. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about it. I'll show you in a little um, bit. Yeah, like the whale sharks. Oh, it was fascinating. Know, the ladies are into younger men. Right. From Taiwan. Right. So much. So, so much, much in common. common. <laughs> <laughs> With the whale yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, our cocktail of the sure. episode is a mimosa. Yeah. It's not really. Eh, I guess it's a cocktail. It's a cocktail. The Jason mimosa. The Jason Mimosa. Well, I tried to make it a fandom. You did it real fast. <laughs> the Jason Mimosa. Congratulations, Jesse. Thanks. That was a good achievement Thanks. you just did. Uh, yeah. Uh, we did have orange and pineapple yeah. juice, but we switched to straight orange now. Right. Um, this is not our fourth bottle of uh, off-brand champagne, for right. sure. Definitely not. No. Um so, today's episode, do you have anything else you want to mention? No, I don't have any shark tracking. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode um, is on girl, on girl power. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. So, well, it's not Valentine's Day today. We're, we're celebrating. celebrating Valentine's, Day. Valentine's Day was on a Thursday this year. Uh, I had to work. Right. Makes and it hard for so, us. Um, yeah, that pesky job. Right. Damn it. Um, but so we, um, wanted to do an episode on, 
Uh, women in cosplay, girl power. That's really your idea. Like, uh, give yourself credit. Okay. So I I wanted to do an episode on girl power and cosplay, women in cosplay. Right. Not um, that I was against it, but like give yourself credit for your own idea. Um, just like, just overall, just like um, spotlight some of the female badasses in cosplay. But <laughs> in researching, right, uh, we stumbled upon some other stuff. <laughs> that Paige sent me that were just interesting about the kind of quote-unquote fake geek girl uh-huh. and stuff that I never thought about at we all. We got a little, we got a little uh, enraged about some of the episodes. Mm, yeah, I mean, enraged is maybe a little strong. Maybe a little. There was definitely some stuff that... I don't feel like the, the people that wrote it fully understand the community, and I may not fully understand their community, but... I think it's all about, like, the level of acceptance. Like, I just don't understand how people can be... Um, and we're, obviously, we'll explain what we're talking about, but how people can be so close-minded and so... Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I think it's because they feel like their livelihood's in danger. Probably. And you're worried about your, you know, right. like supporting your family or putting food on your table. It's obviously something you're going to be more sensitive about, but I don't think that cosplay's a problem. We'll right. talk about all of yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We'll get so, into before it, yeah. we do, though, have you ever... Jesse brought up that some of the... Um, quotations on this were fake geek girl. Have you ever felt like a fake geek girl? I don't think I have. I will say, honestly, if anything, I feel like I've been guilty of being on the other side. So for someone who has been socially awkward my whole life, has been into science fiction my whole life, has always felt kind of like an outsider, like a weirdo. Um, When geek culture kind of started exploding I would see you know someone who was more traditionally quote-unquote cool or you know more social and I would be like well they're not really into this they're just doing it because it's the cool thing right now like they're pretending I see what you're saying yeah so like if anything I've been guilty of being on that which like not anymore right but you know, when you're young, 16, 17, like, there is that gut reaction of, like, well, this is my thing as an outcast. Absolutely. Like, not as much as fandom, but I know, like, a bunch with music mm-hmm. when I was, because I was really into punk rock, as you know, like, local-ish punk rock as locals we had. And so being, like, if we went to, a com- like, a show, I almost called it a convention, but if we went to, like, a punk rock show and there were, like, you know, girls there that were all cute and whatever, we'd be like, oh, they're not real. They were here with their boyfriends. Or, like... Mm-hmm. Which was a shitty thing to think because, like, there's nothing to say that because they dressed cute and they had makeup on, they didn't like punk rock. Right. Just because they weren't dressed in, you know, like, stereotypical punk rock clothing like we were. Right. So, I've definitely been guilty of that when I was younger. I've never had anyone accuse me or, like, you know, being a fake geek because I'm a girl. But I do think, like... The more conventionally attractive you are and the more sexy that you dress or the more sexy that you cosplay, you do open yourself up to that more because... Which isn't fair. No, it isn't. Like, I'm not saying it's right by right. any means because it's I knew you were. Um, but I think you open yourself up to that. Whereas if you are more obviously socially awkward, like I right. know, like people are more inclined to believe that someone like me 
is super into fandom, whereas someone who is, you know, dressing really sexy or, um, you know, whatever, they may not be as quick to believe them. Which, again, that sucks. Right. Absolutely. Um, so... So the basis of this article, we're just going to get into it. The article... There's a couple articles we read. Was. Um, do you want to describe what they are? Or Which I can? one? So what, what it boiled down to was um, when looking for articles about women in cosplay and, and um, female empowerment in cosplay mm-hmm. and all that, body, body positivity, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, we stumbled upon a couple articles that were um, why... <laughs> Basically, why there was such a male opposition. It, yes. Not everyone, but a Obviously, a lot of male cosplayers. A percentage of male opposition to female cosplayers or cosplayers in general. Mm-hmm. And... Which one is not the, something either of us has ever thought of. No, ever. We, ever. Were, we were baffled by this. Yeah. So, one, so, basically, what this episode is going to be about is... Um, why we don't see the problem with cosplay? Well, yeah, that and like just interesting things. We again, originally, I think the focus was going to be on female empowerment, females in cosplay, and kind of female empowerment because it is got like we wanted Valentine's a Valentine's Day. Day themed episode, but um, that kind of turned into through our research. Like, hey, we didn't realize that there was this negative opposition. We knew there were people who were clueless about it. People who didn't really get it thought it was kind of weird. But we didn't realize there was a backlash within the fandom community kind of against cosplay. Which it may be, I'm guessing it probably is smaller than the articles made it kind of seem. Or else we would have uh, encountered it before. Because neither of us have ever encountered anything in person like this. But... Um, we both felt like it was worth addressing when we were doing research. Absolutely. Um, the things that we found. So, so basically, um, in the original one of the original articles we found, there was a post on Facebook that was basically like, if you're a cosplayer, like, I'm not... It's in- a comics artist. Correct. Who's written this um, I'm not interested in you, like, friend, requ- friend requesting me. Um, if you're a promoter for a convention... Um, and you are interested in making your show mostly about cosplay, like, not here for it. If you're, um, a big... This is paraphrase. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All this is paraphrase. Um, if you're, like, a big media guest, um, or if you're a convention that has, um, huge media guests, like, I'm not here for you, you're not bringing any value to the show. You're not the industry, right? Right. And, um... You know, you're you're not helping the comics industry. Peace out. So, so he we made the mistake of, of reading the comments on of this clicking article. on the original Facebook right. post and reading the comments, which sadly were mostly agreeing with this man. Right. Um, and they were saying, yeah, you know, ever ever since you know cosplay has been a big thing, like. These comic conventions have really gone, basically gone downhill. Like, we don't see the sales we used right. to see. Um, you know, it's only cosplayers. It's so cosplay-focused. 
Um, and there were some in support of cosplay. Right. Or saying, like, you know, things have to adapt. Right. Um, but that's really where we're coming from. Um, mm. is I'm just being very surprised because I had never heard any arguments against cosplay. Well, and cosplay, we've talked really. to many co- comic um, people there that are selling comics or have written comics or illustrated mm-hmm. comics. Mm-hmm. We've we've spoken to a lot of them. We've Bought spoken, their artwork. We've We've, yeah, we've talked to a lot of the mm-hmm. artists there, and we've never had anything but really pleasant conversations. No, so we're not, we're just basing this on, again, a few articles that we mm-hmm. read and a few specific, which we won't name names, no. but a few specific artists or writers that we saw things that they had written that were anti-cosplay, which I will, I don't think they have a point, which obviously mm-hmm. I'm biased because I'm a cosplayer. Right. Um... Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that. That's what this whole episode is pretty much right. going to end up being about. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I think, and Jesse mentioned this, a lot of um, what we found to be their reasoning behind it was they felt like the attraction was being taken away from the sales of comic books, from the promotion of comic books, um, which... Which we get. Right. Um, we've mentioned because before. We, right. We've mentioned before that very few conventions, even if they m- bill themselves as a Comic-Con, like San Diego Comic-Con is not really about actual print And we've not been there. Anymore. No. But the big things that you see covered about SDCC are not print comics. They're... But they're also necessarily not about cosplay either. Those are... Big, big movies, big, big TV shows. shows, which again was another thing that that uh, that comics artist mentioned he in mentioned the original that. post, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, okay, so he is the same man, um, and is you know is the big media guests, which I understand because I get that as someone who's not as into the big media guests, feeling kind of bad for the you know quote unquote not as famous guests or. You know, whatever, but also the convention has to do what's gonna make money. I was gonna say you mentioned earlier we pre we pre talk about most of our <laughs> subjects right. and we try not to talk about it in too much um too much in depth because we want to be able to discuss it pretty uh, earnestly, right? And over also the pretty candidly on the right. podcast, like not rehearsed to sound right. Not that maybe we <laughs> you may think we could benefit from it. Being- <laughs> More rehearsed, but we want our honest opinions and things to come out in the podcast, you know, as if we're having a normal discussion. Right. We are having a normal discussion. Right. But, so we discussed the fact that, yeah, you know, Jesse, uh, you know, we may not always, people, Jesse, whoever. What? (laughs) Why did you say people? Me specifically. May not be. Like, super excited about huge stars. Right. But, that's where I'm getting to, but also, like, the convention to stay open has to sell tickets. They have to make enough money to stay open. Well. And, obviously, in the past, comic books on their own weren't doing it. Well, so, I'm sure when it's, I'm sure that they could turn a profit doing just comics artists and comics vendors but when you compare that profit to the amount of money they can make they bring in these huge celebrities from tv and film it's just so much more money and you can't 
fault them for wanting if, to change. Right. I know it sucks because you feel like something that you love sells out. You know, it was like when I was a punk rock kid in high school and you would see, you know, like a band that you love, they would have like, well, there's songs on MTV. Right. Or like there's songs on the radio or there's songs in a commercial, God forbid. So I can get why, again, like these comics conventions that were originally comics conventions, like SDCC and, you know, Wizard World, not ever Dragon Con, but... Uh, there are these conventions that were originally just for comics become for cosplay and for other fandoms. And you feel like you're kind of left behind with this thing that was always kind of your thing. Mm -hmm. And now you feel like it's not really your thing anymore. It's become this new thing. So I get that. Like, I get that it sucks that the, you know, change is always hard. So, I but get that it's like, hard. But, like, with most things, like, you know, Marvel has taken over mm-hmm. the comics and has become the cinematic universe and has just, mm-hmm. how I mean, how much more money do you think Marvel makes now that the cinematic universe, right. like, things evolve, like, when and conventions. Own, like, Disney and right. Disney's got so much money to put behind it. Right. And all the marketing, you like, know, they can build theme parks. All things entertainment-wise are going to evolve. Video games. How many times have video well, games we were evolved? even, I was talking with your son earlier today, and he was like, uh, you know that old Mario, the 2D Mario? And I was like, oh, you mean the Mario from when I was a kid? He was like, yeah, he sucks. Like, right. you should watch this. You He was like, you need to catch up with... I'll get you caught up. Yeah, he yeah. was like showing me YouTube videos of like the newest Mario games. So like, things they, are gonna like change. things evolve with times. Like, and you know, even if things maybe you know, I feel like it's always something for an older generation to have to deal with, like the newer things that they're not used well, not to. Even an older just generation, just like a group of people who are you. You know, I get that. It's kind of like the hipster, quote-unquote, mentality of, like, well, I knew it before it was cool. Right. And you have that desire to want it. Like, it's your thing, and you don't want all these fake new people. But that's not fair. I, again, and I agree. But I, I So I sort of get the mentality, but it's a very immature mentality it to is. have. Um, which, again, so I wouldn't think like that now, but I definitely did think that way in right. high school. Like I said, of the poser or the hipster mentality of, like... Well, they're not really into this. They're just doing it to get, like, a boy to like them. Or they're doing it because it's, like, the flavor of the week. Speaking of that part of it, um, one of the comments on that post, what did it say? I don't know which one you're talking about. About the um, part of cosplayers only brought in. Oh, yeah. Well, in one of the... So, a lot of, like... I've just recently... As you guys know, if you've been listening to the podcast or if you know me... In real life, I'm not a huge fan of social media because I feel like there's a lot of negativity on it. There's a lot of good content, a lot of memes that I laugh at, um, video, cannabis videos for me to laugh at. (laughs) Bring that into the, that's going to become our theme song. But, um, you know, I've just... In the past couple weeks, seen a lot of negativity through it. Like, people saying things that are racist or sexist or just, you know, 
biased in general. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a shock for me when Paige sent me this article when she started doing research for this podcast that there were so many people that had a negative view of cosplaying, a negative view of women in fandom, a negative view of... (laughs) Women in general, kind of. I was going to say, mean, most, of the co- most of this article, and, and not that the author of the article was what had this opinion, but he was reporting on people that mm-hmm. had the opinion that either people, women in cosplay, were there just to make $20. Or because they had, one of the authors, again, we're not going to name any names, but one of the comic authors that was quoted in the article said that cosplayers have narcissistic personality uh-huh, disorder. Uh-huh. And we're only there to charge you $20, which... Right. And there are just, some cosplayers that will charge you money to... Um, you professional know, to, cosplayers professional. might charge money for a picture. They might charge money for, for an autograph. Um, um, but he also made the point to count, to point out like this overweight cosplayer right. in this skimpy outfit like right and they're making fools of themselves right he and said. it was very rude and then he was like if anyone's charging money for a picture at a convention they're a professional cosplayer they're at the level where they can't they know <laughs> right right they can't like they wouldn't be charging we, money if they didn't know they can get it. Like here's just a little some random, sidebar: we don't charge money for right, pictures. Like, like just some random cosplayer on the floor, like us, is never going to charge you money for a picture. Right. We actually we have I have swag to give people that ask for a picture. Right. So if you see me at uh Sandy or at C two E two at C two E two, maybe hopefully before we'll record, we will have business cards and stickers. Uh, and I if I will we'll put on social media at least what we're going to be cosplaying as before C two E two, so that if you guys are going to go right, so that if you guys are going to go, you could find us and get some cosplaying cocktail swag. We also um, having. Coffee mugs. Yeah, we've got coffee mugs that we'll, I'm sure we'll take cute pictures I of. I mean, they're not for you, but if enough people want them, we'll sell them. Yeah, or we'll, you know, that could be a giveaway. Yeah. We may start doing giveaways right. of the thing people there you do. Go. Um, but, so, he just made, he made a point of saying, like, these overweight people right. in these, uh, these, you know. Which, as a plus-size cosplayer, really hit me because you're already conditioned in our society that if you're plus size like no one's attracted to you you're not you know like you're gonna die alone so as a single a lot of the articles i was reading about like um empowerment and body positivity about it was like women being like listen like in the beginning yeah it's really scary to cosplay as a plus size or even just a normal size girl because if you are familiar with anime or any kind of cartoon, honestly, like a lot of the body shapes not are not realistic. realistic. No, and so to try to cosplay, it's just like Barbie. Like Sailor Moon exactly. proportions mm-hmm. would, if you put Barbie's proportions or Sailor Moon's proportions or a lot of anime characters' proportions on mm-hmm. a real living human being, they would not be able to stand exactly. up. So it, because their so, frame would be too small to, you know. Right. Support their big, huge, cartoonish boobies. <laughs> but so if you're if you're comparing and you're trying to, if well, and even with characters that aren't cartoons, like movie stars, we've talked with uh, we've got a couple friends that cosplay that are like, well, I can't cosplay as that because I don't have a six pack. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't compare yourself 
to an actor that's had unlimited budget, and unlimited is paid time, and gets and also the gym. unlimited Photoshop budget. Right. You know what you're seeing is not what a real person's going to look like in standing in front of you. So we've always been of the mentality of we, you know, not that we don't have our own personal right, right. Like there are parts of our bodies that we both are like, well, I hate this part of my body, and we're both working on right. it as you do. But you know, there are even my cosplay for C two E two. There was a part of my body I did not want to show. So come that my character generally shows. Well, my character shows a lot. Right. And <laughs> well, and I think that's part one of the great things about cosplay is we've mentioned this before, but it makes you feel so much more comfortable with right, your body. Right. And it like, definitely promotes body positivity right. and self-confidence because you do get to um, perceive yourself or, you know, see yourself from a different perspective or a different person. Right. More objective. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's a more objective look at your own body. Whereas when you're thinking of it as like, this is my body, you think like, oh, like who could ever find this desirable? Not not just body, but like, you know, as a mom of three kids, like I wouldn't wear, you know, I wouldn't wear the things that I've worn to cosplay out to Walmart or whatever and you as a teacher, right? right. To work or just having a job in general. Right. But this allows you to express yourself in different manners that you wouldn't be able to normally and... Which creates body positivity, like right. and and just confidence. Well, and like I said, like there, just the thought of no, like the first few cosplays that I did being normal cosplays and getting positive feedback from them and talking to people mm-hmm. from them and then venturing out just a little bit, like oh, like I'll do this a f- like a few more adventurous things, mm-hmm. either showing more of my body or something more form fitting or. A more difficult piece to make like venturing out just a little bit right. more and then you still get the positive feedback not that you wouldn't like I said we both I think have been very lucky I cannot think of other like I cannot think of a single but, piece of negative but feedback. we not know that it doesn't happen I was right. gonna say also in, in researching this I also found and uh this right another, that was the bummer of this researching is, this topic was finding out the downside. All of the negative things Which about is, cosplay is, and specific cosplays and things like that. that it's going to go along with another episode we're going to do about cosplay is not consent. Mm-hmm. But uh, is a lot of women either have been, you know, diminished by other cosplayers, other women, men, uh, sexually harassed by right. men or women, um, and just, you know... Not felt safe, basically, right. in any way, shape, or so form. So, get turned off of cosplay right. for that reason. We've so, never had that. Like I said, yeah, I think we've been... I, I don't know how prevalent it is, honestly. I couldn't find any statistics for it when I was looking. Right. Like Plus-size cosplay, I've never had someone be like, well, you're really too fat to be wearing that. Or, you know, your body's not right for that cosplay. I've only had positive now i've had one of my friends be like the only reason you get so many compliments is other plus size girls <laughs> right which was a douchey thing to right say, but you know i hope that there are other plus size girls that's because there were other plus size cosplayers that i saw when i was an other early cosplayer and i was like she looks amazing in that and she's owning it so like why can't that be me like why can't i be okay because like this is the body that I have now. Right. So, like, for someone to say, like, it's not good enough for you to enjoy yourself. Like, 
it's the body that I have. Like right. I, every single person enjoy, in, deserves to enjoy their life. Maybe not every single person, but you know, <laughs> most people and you know, you deserve to enjoy your life and enjoy your body that you have. You know, you should take care of it, uh, within reason, but like, you know, you don't get to choose what body you're given. Right. So, you know, cosplay is a way that I've really learned to not be so hard on my body, to understand that, you know, this is the body that I've got and it's okay to show it off. It's okay to be comfortable in it and proud of it, even though other people may, like if other people are saying shitty things about it or negative things about it, that's a them problem. Right. Like, they, 99 times out of 100, if someone's saying like, oh, well, you know, you're, you know, someone says you're too big to be wearing that costume or like, why are you, why do you think that's worth, you know, someone getting a picture with you or whatever? It's because they have insecurity right. issues. It's just like bullies in high school. Yeah, high hard. school or middle school, like they lash out at people because they're they unhappy. Feel, right. They, or they've got a bad home life. So that really ties into what I was going to say. Um, part of the article that I read was, um, or one of the articles was talking about like, okay, yeah. So a lot of the issues that some of these men, because uh, it was mostly men, um, mm-hmm. that was, Targeted. Part of yeah, the it's very interesting. We'll put out the two articles you sent uh-huh. them. We should put up in our uh, part of part of what they're they're saying is you know we've lost revenue. Um, you know, cosplay people in you know right they come to having booths and they're not right. buying things or they're having booths beside us and they're taking away our our business and all that. Um, and the person writing the article was kind of uh, contrary to that and was saying. You know, how it, how is having somebody next to you a problem? How mm-hmm. is that affecting how you sell comics? Because they're not selling the same comics as you. They're not competing with you. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different uh, sector. And um, so what, what it's really boiling down to is the sexuality, is what, what they eventually... Or just... Well, in, in this article... The, it, right. I think part of it is lashing out to just change in general. It, and that's part of it. But but this man's like the, comment right. said, like, it basically boiled down. And that, and Jess is right. Like, change in general, like like we've said before, like... Well, because we, when we started talking off mic about doing this episode, like, we talked about the framing of this article was like having cosplayers there takes away space from the quote-unquote real fans. Right. But we talked about, I don't think we've ever been to a convention that was sold out. Right. The only convention I remember going to that was sold out was Star Star Wars Wars Celebration. Celebration. So, like, if a quote-unquote real fan wants to buy a ticket, there's tickets there for them to buy. Right. Like, there's nothing stopping them. So, it's not like we're taking up all the space right. from the quote-unquote real fans. Right. Um, and we never did get to that comment. What did that comment say that that guy made on the post about... Mm. Yeah, so one of the comments on the post was that having female cosplayers at convention uh, drew quote-unquote sex pests. So, like, if you're going to have females at your convention, you're then by default, going to have 
sexual predators. Right. And, and that was the issue I have most with it. Um, Me too. Was, was, we both were really, <laughs> right. really upset by that. Um, was saying that because we are there and expressing ourselves through cosplay. Or even just existing in public. Right. Because we're there, we are bringing, you know, unwanted. Right. Because I don't feel like, you know... I'm allowed to exist in public. I'm allowed to dress within reason how I want in And public. listen, if you want to tell me I can't wear a cosplay because it's too sexy, I will dress ten times more sexy in regular well, clothes even if with, it's a problem. Right, even without that, like, it's the same thing as, like, well, when you find out, uh, you know, like, oh, this girl was raped, and then, you know, the first thing they asked was, well, what was she wearing? No. Was she drunk? Like, it's not, like... If a, that's not the problem, like, if <laughs> dudes are buying a sixty-plus dollar admission to come to a convention to just to look at girls, scantily clad women, like that's a problem with them. That's not a problem with me. Like I we don't go to be right, old. right. Like I've spent so much of my life, especially my adult life, feeling shitty about my body. Mm-hmm. That now that cosplay has given me this way to not feel shitty about you my body, you better watch out. Right, like. I'm allowed to have that. I'm not dressing any worse. Like, none of my cosplays have been anywhere near. I know you're thinking about the bunny hatch one. But, you know, like, <laughs> beach wear. Right. Like, none of them are any worse than beach wear. Right. So, like, if you're okay, like, I, I wouldn't draw any more, quote, unquote, sex pests. Which we talked about, like, what the fuck's a sex pest? Right. Is it like an ant comes to a picnic and a sex pest comes to a convention? Like, you know, I wouldn't be any more likely to draw a quote-unquote sex pest to a convention than I would if I went to a public beach and wore a bathing suit. It's, it's victim-blaming. Right. Not that cost players are victims but no, it's but it's blaming the people it's blaming who are the being woman sexualized by the, right uh yes i yeah i mean that's what i mean by that is 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 blaming the people that are being sexualized when we are just trying to express uh so another article i read and i well, think also sometimes it's just being true to the character right like you hear the comics. Why can't we dress like right. that? It's another Amen. form. It's That's another put. fucking form of uh, oh, sorry. Of her hands are flying. She's pointing at the microphone like she's gonna give you guys a lecture. Go to your rooms. <laughs> it's another form of like fan art of. Of people that draw fan right. art. Cosplaying is right. basically fan art, but in somebody who can't draw that can sew. Or, right, and that's or, what the article, the first article that we read mentions that. Oh, really? Well, it specifically puts that, like, fan art was never a problem, but now cosplay is starting to be a problem. And yeah. the, one of the theories behind that, that some of these people are lashing out at cosplay and not at fan art that fan art is like if you draw, that's traditionally a map. I can't draw. A can you draw? You no. can't. I know you can't draw. I can draw. barely write. You can barely draw a stick figure. Right. Like um, this is a, a form of freaking fan art. It's a way to appreciate the right. fandoms, the comics, and the- one of the theories behind why there's the lash out mm-hmm. at cosplay and never at like drawn fan art is because drawing is 
traditionally masculine or unisex hobby, whereas fashion and sewing and making yeah. outfits is I a mean, they're right. feminine. So that's why part of the which, like you said, I think yeah. <laughs> I have the hiccups there a little bit. Uh, yeah, it, part of and part of the whole point of this uh, one of the articles or both of the articles that we read was that basically and and I I don't think this is a majority of of the people. No, like um, I said, we were completely. So I've I been, just want to make I've been that cosplaying for ten years. And I was completely unaware of yeah. any of yeah. these and ideas. Yeah, and I've been and like six years. So. Yeah, and and we neither one were we were we're not so aware we of don't, this. We are not making this episode to try this. Obviously, we. I think that if you want to cosplay, you should cosplay, bar none. Mm-hmm. Like right. if you, regardless of your body type, regardless of your gender, your ethnicity, like if you want to cosplay, you should cosplay. Absolutely. Period. And and we're so also we're not, not finger. This. We're also not finger pointing at right. like. All the men are saying this, or all of whatever is saying this. Right. Just these specific cases. It's this one article, and again, if you want to read in the article who the specific people are, they are named right. in the article. We're not going to name them. Um, but also, if you're listening to this and you're supporting us, please don't go give them any more attention because... Well, you can read the article. Like, I have no problem with the journalist. That Don't comment the on the Facebook profile if you click on that. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I, I think he's getting off on the fact that people are. I don't know about, about that, but like, it certainly is bringing more attention. And I get it because the comics industry, as like, they're not seeing the pro- profits from the Marvel movies. Right. Like, if you're a an artist drawing the comic. It would be very frustrating to see billions of dollars coming in to Disney mm-hmm. from the Marvel Cinematic but Universe. But cosplayers have zero to do with right, that. Right, but I don't have anything to do with right. that. Like, if I uh, cosplay as a character because I identify with the character or I like the character for some reason, or you know, there's a reasoning behind it. I'm not... And... From the again, the article kind of made it seem like they a lot of people in the comments were like, "Well, I cosplayers don't buy buy anything." I've spent probably thousands of dollars at conventions. <laughs> to be honest, like we're getting ready to decorate the walls of this pod loft, right. and well, like think about there's a um maker who makes fandom clothing and bags and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've bought so much, hundreds we of both, dollars. We of both have bought right? quite a bit of her My stuff. My mom bought a purse from her. Um, she's somewhat local to us. Um, you can shout her out if we want to. Her Mormino, M O R E M E K N O W, all yeah. one word. We love her. Yeah, we, we do love, love her, her stuff. Um, I won't give out her real name, even though I think it is on her social media. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, like if you, you know. We spent, like, and it may not be on, but, and I've had comic artists sign my comics before. I've bought comics from them before. I've bought comics at cons before. Right, like, so, even though you're, if you're not, like, the hugest fan and you may not be buying, like, a $100 or $200 comic, you know, you're not a collector or whatever, mm-hmm. you could still, like, I've for sure had comic artists. I've had James Abar sign autographs for me. Uh, he wrote The Crow. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Uh, the Madame Frankenstein. I've had the artist Anna 
writer signed stuff for me. I bought one of her hand-drawn, the um, artist, I bought mm-hmm. like a hand-drawn Bride of Frankenstein mm-hmm. from her. Insinuate that we're not contributing because we're not buying stuff is a bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> and I also think it leads back to the whole... Um, boys club, like, geek girls aren't real fans right. type things. Well, like, and, like, I think part of the thing, before we get into this, because this is going to be a whole second <laughs> But I think part of the thing with, like, the comic artist saying, well, cosplay is taking away from our livelihood, is that with big retailers like Amazon and other online retailers, Walmart, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, if it's significantly cheaper for people to buy it through there than it is to buy it at the convention, people are going to buy it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that does hurt them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, again, not a, like, that's been a pro- problem with the market for a while. That's not anything to do with cosplay. Right. So I think part of it is everyone, everyone always wants a scapegoat. You always want someone to blame. And if you blame these big, huge, you know, corporations, who's to say, you know, like Amazon's never going to be like, oh, sorry, we didn't, right. we were, you know, they're not going to fight back. Right. So to call out a community like co- cosplayers, that there are so many people like that brings more publicity to it and gives them more, more clout. You know, than they would have otherwise. But it doesn't really solve the problem. Like, it is shitty that artists are not paid adequately for their work. 100%. Right. But there are... But cosplayers are artists, too. Right. And, and they're... Or just regular fans. Right. Like, us, like, we, like, we've made some amazing cosplays. We're not making any money off right? of this. But, like, we're... Yeah, we spend a lot uh-huh. of money. We do it because we love it. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. And we want to support other fans of the things that we like. We would never want to. So like, it was really hurtful to read that article yeah. and see that there are people who are like, cosplayers aren't real fans. Cosplayers don't spend money. Cosplayers don't support. Absolutely. They're just narcissists and they don't support other, because that's the thing that I love about cosplay is supporting other people and making that connection. Mm-hmm. Again, that's in our little intro piece. If you listen to it before the podcast, but that's the thing that I think is so beautiful about cosplay is a, a, it makes you feel good about yourself. Like I said, it connects you to your body in an objective way to where, you know, I've never seen another plus-size girl and be like, she looks hideous. She needs to wear this. She needs to wear that. But I see my own body and I think, I look hideous. I need to wear this. Mm-hmm. I need to wear that. So cosplay's been a way for me to look at my body objectively like I would look at any other plus-size girl and be like, you know what? If... You know, 1,500 other plus-size girls can wear this and look good. Why can't I wear this and look good? Right. So, the thought that we're all narcissists when that, I think is pretty clearly. Again, amongst the professional cosplayers, we don't know any professional cosplayers personally. But from the cosplayers like us that are just fans... I would say it's 100% the opposite. People cosplay not because they're narcissists, because, but because they either, A, they just want to connect with people. Like, 
you're someone like me that's socially awkward and you have trouble connecting with people and this is a way you can connect with people or again like me you don't feel great about your body and this is a way that you know you're super self-conscious and insecure and this is a way that you can feel halfway decent about yourself so to say that that's narcissistic to just feel okay Okay, if not good about your own body that you live in, right, was really upsetting to well, me. Well, and like I said, I think that leads into the whole uh, boys club. Like, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that leads you into. You can that. edit out as much of that as you need. No, no, I don't think it needs edited. Uh, I think that really leads into the whole boys club. Like, this is a boys thing. Guys are bigger geeks right. than girls. Which again, we've met. I've never met any man absolutely that I felt has been like. Absolutely. This is all based on the little research we did on this. Well, and on the internet, people are more emboldened because it is more anonymous. Mm -hmm. So it's always worse on the internet. But I think we've, I mean, I think we've both met, maybe not at conventions, but people that have felt, men that have felt. For sure. sure. Well, we've talked about one very recently. Right. That feel like, you know, they are more justified in being a geek and going to conventions than we Mm -hmm. are. And... Uh, you know, even as different, I, I think everybody that goes to conventions has different interests, different things that are important to them, different things, but I don't think either of us has ever been like, well, they're, they're stupid. Their reasons are stupid. Right. Again, maybe when I was in high school, I would have thought like... I'm talking about now, right. Right. I like, would have... And stupid. I still have kind of the the gut reaction that I have to check sometimes of, well... She's just doing this to make money. Like, she doesn't really care about fandom. Like, if it's a professional cosplayer. Right. Certain ones. But I know, like, that's not... A, if she can make money doing it, great. Right. And B, like, that's not on me to make that judgment at all. But I just think there's such an issue with, like, that whole... um, Fake girl, right? Fake fake girl, and you know, well, you, you know, you don't like it as much as I do, so you're not validated or whatever. Like, I just think that people really, (laughs) I think people need to get the fuck over themselves, right? And And by being dudes, (laughs) well, even not dudes, like there are. I think there could be some people. Like a young Jesse that are which because that what that was there could be an old Jesse. There could be an old Jesse. <laughs> I'm not saying like well like there, that, it doesn't matter who like right. you said that's something but what that boils down to was it was insecurity in me that made me feel absolutely that way. like but well here, she doesn't really like she's pretty and she's she can never know my troubles right so when I really knew nothing about the people like right. like I said those girls that we'd see at the punk rock show that had you know were perfectly put together and really cute and dressed super cute and we would automatically be like well they don't like right. they don't understand posers. us and right they're posers right which you know it is an easy gut reaction to take I think everyone has that gut reaction because you become so protective of the things that you love. Especially at that age when, like, right. you're, you're, like, trying to find your thing. But... Right. And there are adults that do that, as we found I out. I was going to say, I feel like more and more, uh, as we are adults now, <laughs> um, you know, we... I think it's... I think it's older people. I think it's an older... Not all, 
But I think older generations are just as guilty as young generations. Well, and like we talked about the resistance to change, I'm sh- mm-hmm. change, I'm sure it is. Right. Um. So I just, like I said, I think people just need to get over themselves and quit thinking that, you know, because it's the way that they're used to doing things, that's the way everybody's going to do things. And because, you know, they like this one thing. Well, and like we mentioned earlier, if it's someone who's like an artist or an author where their livelihood is on the line, they have a bigger stake in it. I can get them being more upset. But at the end of the day, it's still not the cosplayer's fault. But here's the thing I don't get about this. Like, um, cosplay, like artists at a convention that are there, they're promoting their work, they've got their stuff. Wouldn't you think the more foot traffic that goes through there and sees their work regardless of if they're cosplayers or comic fans, would be better right. than, like, only the comic fans seeing it. Right, I agree. And, like, it's like... So, what's the, what's the basis there of never, their discrimination? We, I've been to, in my, you know, 15 years plus of uh-huh. comic going, of convention going. Comic going. Comic going. <laughs> convention going. I've read comics for more than that, but, uh, you know, in my 15 plus years of convention going I've been to one sold out convention so acting like having cosplayers or having programming for cosplayers keeping other people's out keep right keeping other people right like it but like you said I think it's buying comics has died down anyway and it's easier to have a scapegoat to point to to be like, well, it's the cosplayers right. because they're not real fans and they don't buy anything and they just are narcissists. It's easier to say that than it is to, and I don't think it's on the comics industry. The problem is, like I said, a lot of it's the technology. It's the same thing as like factory work automating. Like, you know, when technology takes away a job, like that's not the fault of the person that was doing the job Mm -hmm. but something still has to be done about it and it's not some other person's problem um another thing dragon con oriented that i saw in some of the comments on that facebook post was that somebody said um that they didn't go to they were agreeing with the person that had written the post and they were like yeah we don't live very far from dragon con um in atlanta georgia but we don't go anymore because the comic book artists are and this is their quotation, are put out in the ghetto um, because they call, um, I'm pretty sure they called it the ghetto. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's... I was judging their comments. Right. Because, I'm going to look and see. But because um, instead of, like, with, like, with the other people... Um, and here, well, here's what I have to together. Right, here's what I have to say about that is if you've been to Dragon Con, you've got the hotels, which like you know panels and and parties and all yeah, that stuff. The art show is in the art show is the, in the bottom. So if you're an artist, you're down I, there. Right. I think they're, uh, but and then there are artists over in the. There is the, an entire building, the America's Mart down there, which is. A big part of the con. I mean, I would say it's just as busy as a lot of the hotels. It's small. Yeah. It's packed. Yeah, it's usually very busy. And a lot of times there is a line to get into the America's Mart. Mm-hmm. And it is vendors and it is artists and it is comic right. book. And which it is further away from it the rest is, of the It is, but it's no less busy. 
It's yeah. no less important to anybody, I don't think. Well, and, like, they do the gaming over there, too. So, if, like, the stuff that you, is important to you is there, you can get a Absolutely. hotel closer to there, and you can spend your whole time there, and you never have to go to the other Right. Stuff. So, if it's out in the, quote-unquote, ghetto to you, like, then that's because you're not prioritizing your stuff. Out. Uh, listen, I made me really <laughs> Which, and like I said, again, I think that's that lashing out as this thing that I like has changed in a way where the stuff I like isn't the most popular anymore. Like now something else is the most popular, like cosplay is more popular or Doctor Who's more popular right. or whatever TV show. And I get the inclination to lash out, but... You have to be an adult and be like, okay, this is the only way. Because the other option is, like, if the conventions don't make money, they'll just shut down. And then nobody gets any convention anymore. So I don't see how that's better. Right. Because, again, I don't think that the decline in comic sales is because of cosplayers. I think there's bigger issues at large. Right. So... Yeah, like I said, it was kind of a shock to read that. Because, again, I'm sure there were people who were like, well, that's weird. Like, adults shouldn't be dressing up. They're, that's, like, a thing for kids. I anticipated to run across maybe things like that from people outside of the fandom community. But I was surprised at how many people we found inside the fandom community that were anti-cosplay. Right. Um. Just because... We've never encountered that in real life. We've been lucky enough that everyone's super accepting. Uh, Here's the quote. That's why I never attended Dragon Con in Atlanta, even though it's 20 minutes away from me. The comic artists are nudged into the ghetto. No thanks. Okay. So, uh... Listen, I was right. And then another person, another comment on that just, and I read that and then I scrolled away from it. But it was like, yeah, I guess some of the cosplayers cosplayers are nice to look at. Right, which is like a thing, and I've heard people say it before, like, well, she'd be a better cosplayer if she changed her hair or if she lost weight. Right. But, like, that's not you. Like, I do. That's what this episode is called. Yeah, like, okay, I may look more like, you know, I look more. Carrie Fisher went through, you know, like, really serious, like, quote-unquote fat camp to do the Star Wars movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they put her for the first movie in what she called fat camp. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, if I went into, like, the biggest loser fat camp, I may look more like Carrie Fisher. But also, I'm never going to, no matter how much, you know, fat camp I do or how much plastic surgery I have, I'm never going to look exactly like Carrie Fisher. And I don't want to look, Carrie Fisher's beautiful, but I don't want to look exactly like Carrie Fisher. Like, I want to do a version of it that, you know, it's just, they're making it seem like, you know, wanting to be okay with your body as it is, is the terrible thing. Well, it's because they're, like you said, they're uncomfortable and they don't like the Right, either that or they don't like the change. They don't like the change or they don't like the fact that, uh, yeah. That they're uncomfortable with right. women. But this idea that women owe you something or if 
women aren't attracted to you, it's a problem with them, or it's because, you know, they're idiots, um, which comes back to the women aren't real fans, because I think these guys, the, the people that have this mentality, again, most of them that we've encountered are males, not saying they aren't females, but get this mentality of like, well, women have rejected me, so I'm going to have my own thing that's not for girls mm -hmm. because girls don't like me. So I'm going to like comic books and then who cares? And then when women start, because women have always been, there's this really famous picture. If I can find it, I'll, I'll send it to you and have you put it up with the info of the episode. But there's this really famous picture of an original Star Wars cosplayer that's a woman. And this was back in the 70s when the second movie had just come out. And before, you know, there's no DVDs, there's no VHS, anything like that. And she had gone to see the movie so many times in theater that she had made like a screen accurate flight suit. Wow. And she had seen the movie like a hundred some times. And they were, you know, the meme says like, you know, show this to someone next time they say that a woman or a girl can't be a, a real fan. Because, you know, and it, I feel like it's the same thing for cosplay because she was a cosplayer. That's just, you know, a way that we show our appreci appreciation for fandom just like any other way. Mm -hmm. So some people that can draw might draw fan art or some people that are musical might write a song or some people that are really good writers may make fan fiction. And those of us who are crafters like cosplay it's just mm -hmm. another way of showing our appreciation and it shouldn't be but 99% of the cosplayers that you meet are going to be cosplayers just like us fans that aren't making any money they're legitimate fans who they're like well this is my hobby like some people have fixing up old cars some people have mm -hmm. boating some people have hunting this is what I do right you know, that's 99% of the cosplayers that you're going to meet walking around a convention. There are very few professionals. You know, there may be five professional cosplayers at any given convention. Mm -hmm. And even, like, the cosplayers that put thousands of dollars in their costumes and, like, do the costume contests, I've never had any of them be like, well, you have to give me five dollars well so something you know, i was like, getting ready to bring up was um one of the most famous cosplayers that i can think of off the top of my head is yaya han right yeah she has joanne fabric line and mm -hmm. um she's been at several cons we've been to and uh just she's if you're in the cosplay world you know who yaya han is basically i would say she's the most famous professional right cosplayer. um and She's been on reality TV shows. Right. She was at Dragon Con last mm -hmm. year, and we were walking around the con floor um, on Saturday, probably Saturday night. We saw her, I think, a couple times. A couple times. But she, she at heart, is a cosplayer. Yes, she mm -hmm. does panels. She does photos. She does autographs. Mm -hmm. But at heart, she's a fan. She's a cosplayer. And... Um, she was just walking around the, the con floor with the rest of us looking at different cosplayers. She had handlers because she had a big elaborate she cosplay. Have a she had at least two, I think. Did she um, but I think it was just more helping her with her cosplay. I mean, I believe you. I just don't remember. Um, and, uh, and they could have just been friends too. Yeah. But, um, 
Like you're Thursday night Jesse's handler. I am. Your hands are always. <laughs> but so um, we saw her walking around and I, I so badly wanted a picture, but so did literally everyone else that saw her. And, and she was she, doing that. And that's what, what I was going to say is she stopped with anyone that asked her for a picture mm-hmm. and took a picture without charging them, she, mm-hmm. which she charges at her booth, I'm sure. Yeah. But she, and she had professionals. Uh-huh. And she, she stopped with anybody that wanted a picture mm-hmm. with her because she's not just out for the money. She is, once again, well, a fan, even as a Well, it's one of those things, like we talked about celebrities that come. She at least is aware that the fans are where her money lies. Oh, absolutely. Right. So, you know. Cosplayers especially. We're not saying anything against professional cosplayers. No, absolutely not. Means. But that, like. I was like trying I said, to say, like, how. How even though she can charge for photos, she doesn't always... Like, right. she's not like, nope, come to my booth. Nope, right. come to my booth. Right. Which she could have. Right. Very easily. Well, and like, like we were talking about this article specifically said, like, oh, overweight women in Wonder Woman or Slave Leia mm-hmm. costumes. Like, well, here's the thing. Who cares? Like, obviously, if someone's willing to give them $20 for a picture... Yeah. You're just jealous that someone's willing it's to give them twenty dollars yeah. for a picture. Like, it's just like anything else. Like if they can make money from it, right? Like, which I get for someone who's put so much into drawing a comic and then feeling like, well, that girl just put on a skimpy outfit and she's making more than I did. But who's this to say she didn't make that costume right. from right. scratch? Didn't and wore blood, the armor part of it, and money after. You know, the expense of the costume. Or if she has a booth and she had to buy the booth. Like, yeah. Right. So, like you said, 99% of cosplayers wouldn't even fall into that category anyway. Because 99% of cosplayers are losing money doing cosplay. Right. We're spending more than... Like, we've made no money. Like, the only money I've made kind of doing cosplay is one year at Dragon Con... I went to, Jake and I, my brother and I, went to the Gonzo Quiz Show, which is like a comedy show that's late at night. And they throw out prizes at the end. And Jake had gone to the bathroom. And they threw out a TARDIS tea infuser. And I caught it, and the guy next to me kind of caught it too. But I was dressed as a TARDIS, and he was like, oh, well, you clearly, like... You win. Yeah, you win. So that's like the most profit <laughs> I've made right. from cosplay. Yeah. Like, we don't make yet. Yeah. <laughs> we don't make Which, it. And like you said, we're going to keep doing it forever regardless of if we ever right. make a dime from it. Because we love it. And that's how 99% of the cosplayers. And not that, like you said, if you can make money doing it, Go for it. we would do it too. If yeah. we could. <laughs> like, you better believe. Um, right. So we're not saying anything negative against those but like for someone else like i've never seen a professional cosplayer call out a you know like a comics artist and be like why are they why are they here a lot of people pointed out like well the cosplayers should have their own convention and we do have our own like there are cosplay specific conventions and i get why they're saying like well we want but once again if you're like if you're a comic only convention you might not survive. Right. You may not make enough money to stay in business. So, like... And from the fans' perspective, they don't know any of that stuff. Not that we know any of that no, stuff, for sure. This is all... Yes. But, you know, you can imagine, and we can imagine, the difference in how much money a con will make 
if they have, you know, only comics artists that your average Joe on the street's not going to know, or if they have these huge media guests like Jason Momoa and Chris Evans, like mm-hmm. people from the DC movies and the Marvel movies that are huge household names, you're going to make more because you're going to get people that are not wouldn't normally go to a convention that come for these huge media names. You know, like, well, I'm a 45-year-old mom, and I've got this 13-year-old daughter, and normally I wouldn't come, but she really wants to meet Chris Evans, so I'm paying this, you know, several hundred dollars. Whereas, if it were a comics artist, even though I'm not, like, their work, I'm always more impressed by a comic artist's work than I am by, you know, an actor's acting, generally. Mm-hmm. But the you know the sad thing is that's not how our society works or how our economy works. Right. You know, whatever makes more money is whatever people want more, and in general, people would rather have those huge media names than. So I'm not saying that's right, and so I get why. I get the sentiment of, well, it sucks that this actor that I have no respect for that I don't think really does anything makes thousands of dollars while this artist that I know is barely scraping by and is working really hard is making peanuts. It's frustrating, and I get that. Especially if you are the artist and you're making peanuts while these huge media guests come But I just don't think that if these, you know, like C2E2 would not be the size of C2E2 if they got rid of all the entertainment guests and only had comics. It would be a very, like they couldn't get away with charging $65 or whatever it is for a ticket. So, you know, there are things to weigh about it and I just don't think banning cosplay is ever going to work at this point. Because no. it's too big of a thing. Nope. So no, no, we're not anti. We're not anti comics by, by any means. By no. any means, but we're also my cosplay for C two E two is from a comic. We're we're just all about and a comic only. A comic we're about inclusion. Not as of yet been adapted, but apparently it's supposed to be oh, adapted cool. for Netflix in the next year, maybe. You know, That's exciting. Filming it, but they haven't actually casted it yet. So, <laughs> well, I'm more hints for you, people. This just this is what we like to call our rant episode. Yeah, uh, we got a little. I want I want bam rant. Try to bring that out every episode now. I really hope you do. Um, so if you want to, that's gonna be like. I hope that's not like on the new microphone, like screaming. Ah! Yeah, Yeah. like it's normal topic, and then all of a sudden, I hope it is. (laughs) So if you'd like to follow along with more of our rants, actually, we really don't rant too much. This is kind of a our social media is a pretty positive place. Paige does it. Uh, If you want the rants, you'll have to tune in to me. Right. Uh, so if you want to follow along with our social media on the Facebook and the Instagram, um, you can do that at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod, P-O-D. Um, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes, you'd like to send us an idea for a cocktail to drink on an episode. Um, if you'd like to send us any cosplay horror stories, any con horror Pictures stories. Pictures that you want us to feature. Cosplayer. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, any cosplayer photos, you just like us to feature. Um, if you have thoughts about the things that we missed in any of the episodes. Hmm. Like, so this past one, again, we ranted a lot about the negative. If there's a negative of cosplay we haven't seen, mm-hmm. send it to us. Yeah, again, I'm willing, to sure. admit, I'm willing to admit that we have blind Absolutely. spots and biases because we are cosplayers. So uh, we don't want to gloss over the negative Things that cosplayers might be doing out there. No, this is just a discussion. This is right. a friendly, ranty discussion. Yeah, again, we don't know what we're doing always, so we're not trying to. We call just drink out. some cocktails and talk. Right. So, um, yeah. If any of that you want to send to us, where can they do that? Where Where would Where, where would could one, they tell Jesse, us? Where would one send things like that if they yeah, they so, don't want to go like to the social media? Right. They didn't like that. They weren't into that. Right. If you're a person like me and you think TikTok is uh, (laughs) ruining the entire world probably and there's a bunch of dummies on it. I like TikTok. Um, There's dummies making weird make-out videos that you don't understand because you're too old. And they're too old. Large tooth emojis. Large tooth emojis everywhere. (laughs) Large tooth making you feel feelings that you don't understand. Oh, no. Um, what if they don't have TikTok at all and they don't understand any of what you just said? If you don't said? have TikTok like me, you don't have uh, the other social medias like me and you don't like them, then you can... Or if you'd just rather talk to Jesse than Paige. Right. If you'd rather talk to me than Paige, which I can't say I blame you, she's... <laughs> ow. She's hit me now. So that's abuse. So that's another reason you wouldn't want to talk to her. Um, our email is cosplayandcocktailspod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. I'm waiting for Paige to do That's gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's gmail.com. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. In the past two episodes, I've done the womp bomb balloon <laughs> so many times. So, send us an email. Uh, follow us on the social media. Um... Good luck editing. That's all I have to say. Listen, I'm really good at it. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And she just did a peace sign in the microphone. You guys can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) And supporting us. We appreciate every single one of you. Seriously, thank you for just not finding us annoying. Keep listening. Or finding us more entertaining than annoying, at least. I think we're entertaining. Yeah. Well, we're doing it for us. Just like cosplay, we do this podcast for us and if other people enjoy it that's always great and we appreciate that and we're happy to keep uh doing that but damn straight uh, do it for us are we done and we're i think we're done 50 minutes ago oh shit okay bye <laughs> bye